You're listening to Theo Live, a live YouTube stream podcast hosted by me, Dean Lentini. Every week, I try to give you biblical theology for normal people. If you're interested in hopping into the conversation, you can catch us live every Monday on my YouTube channel. Link in the show notes. Now let's get into it. Oh, hey, Internet. I just, I didn't, I didn't see you over there. I was just, you know, brushing my beard as one does. Uh, welcome to Theo Live episode 28. I'm not sure how today's going to go because I don't have any agenda. <laughs> I, I was just like, all right, I was feeling well enough. I beat, I beat the Rona, had the Rona last week. It wasn't fun. Uh, not as scary as I thought it was going to be. I don't know, man. Like, I know there's lots of different perspectives on that, and that's not what the stream is going to be about. But, like, I was scared to get it. I didn't want to get it. I, I, you know, mask up everywhere I go. Four masks, five masks, you know. I'm just, I'm not getting this thing. Somehow I got it. I blame my wife. Um, but that's usually what I do. And, uh, yeah, I got it. couple rough nights. Like, some of you, some of you guys had it and you didn't tell me, like I, I tweeted about it. Like I felt like I was on Hoth, like looking for a Tauntaun, ready to slice one up and hop in because it was freezing. Some of these chills I was getting, oh my goodness. Uh, but it's just me whining. I was able to get through it. It wasn't that bad. Just a couple rough nights of like fever and stuff like that. No breathing issues. Thank the Lord. I was worried about that. You know, I had my little brother got it and uh, had a lot of breathing issues. So I was a little nervous, but you know, it is what it is. Just been chucking cough drops in my throat every five seconds. I got my, my tea going. I don't know how well my voice is going to hold up. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know who's going to show up for this thing either. Like, here's the thing. I hit a thousand. Look at this thing. Look at this over here. Actually, look, I mean, that's kind of amazing. Grown even a little bit more. Like, uh, we're at a thousand. I am at a thousand one hundred subscribers. That's pretty amazing. I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. And today I wanted to kind of celebrate it. I had much bigger plans. I wanted to have some people on. I wanted to get a big guest on the show. Like a big guest on the show. But I was like, ah, I'm not feeling up for like, you know, doing all the legwork to make sure I could get a guest like that. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do an ask me anything because I want to have a video. I haven't done a video in a couple days and I uh, wanted to get a video out to you guys and have some fun with you. But also I know that when you don't have, you know, like actually let's go back over here. When you don't have, you know, Mark Driscoll or John MacArthur or Hillsong or someone like that in your thumbnail, uh, not as many people are going to show up. <laughs> They're just not going to, at least for me, you know, I'm still building this audience. Like it's really cool. You know, the thousand subscribers, that's a threshold that I really wanted to cross. It was one of my goals is like, I don't have plans of being, you know, some, you know, huge YouTuber making a bunch of money on YouTube. Like that's never been my plan, 
but I did have that one goal. I wanted to at least get a thousand subscribers so I could just be like, all right, you know, people want to watch the content that I make. That's really fun. And so I crossed it and that's pretty awesome. But, um, yeah, so today we're going to be doing uh, a little bit of an ask me anything. I'm going to be honest. Uh, my brain is like all over the place. Like I am over it, but you know, there's some lingering effects of just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really tired all the time. But, you know, life goes on. You got to take care of people. Uh, I got my guys hopping in here. Um, John Adams hopping in and said, how do you get to be such a cool dude? That's what I want to know. Oh, man, that, that would be just a, like a really long stream, bud. You know, it's a lot of ups and downs. Um, a lot of leather jackets, you know, a lot of flannel. A lot more flannel than I thought was going to be a part of my life but that's just that's just how it is i don't know man <laughs> but hey how's it going uh also congrats man you deserve the success you put a ton of work in yeah man um uh, youtube by the way like i always say that with my my friends here on youtube who have channels like go check out their channels like john he's killing it over on his channel and so is luke i love when he posts like his little devotionals where is he i'm right here i'm right here uh they i i guess that's about me like being late to the stream a little bit i had well first i was like oh noon i gotta get going at noon but little guy went down for his nap early and i was like okay gotta get going and then i was like i need some i need something to drink i need to get some tea and it like took way longer than i thought um, I'm going to ask him so many questions. Well, throw them my way, Luke. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we have to, <laughs> we have him to ourselves, Luke. Let's <laughs> uh, that's awesome, guys. <laughs> you might, you might have me to yourselves. I don't know. Like, it's been weird. The last, like, few streams that I've done. Uh, like even my Hillsong one, I was really surprised because I was really late to the game. Like all, everyone in the world talked about Hillsong before me. <laughs> like I, I was just kind of like, well, you know, it was interesting. I watched it over last weekend. So, you know, I'll just go on and talk about it. And then that stream got a thousand views. And I was like, what? <laughs> like... I do all this other stuff that's like really current and it doesn't get the views, but for some reason that one did. Um, but yeah, so I'm not expecting that with this stream. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, deal. Uh, John Hayes. Oh, one of the early guys. Uh, there's some of you who have just hopped in like the last, you know, month and a half or so, uh, because I've been doing a lot of more talking about some of these bigger names. And when you do that on YouTube, that's that's when you grow. That's what I've that's what I've learned. Uh, you got to kind of play the YouTube game a little bit. But some of you guys, like John Hayes, have been here for a long time. How likely are you to actually change your name to Theodore? You know, to support the brand. <laughs> um, no. Like Theophilus, you know, like you know, honorable Theophilus, maybe, but Theodore probably not all right that's what the stream is going to be it's just going to be me randomly talking about whatever you guys want to talk about uh genuine jc hey -o. 
so excited for you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Uh, I appreciate everyone who's hopped onto the channel, but especially some of you guys who are also making content. Like I want to, I want to support you guys as well. Like we're all trying, <laughs> you know, uh, we're all like putting these videos together and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And I think it's really important for us like to just support one another and be there for one another and cheer on when someone hits a milestone or, you know, especially if someone doesn't upload for a couple weeks, just be there for them be like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Uh, is there anything I could help with stuff like that? Like, that's what I like about this community. I'm starting to get that, you know, there's, there's like this whole Christian YouTube thing is it's a really big spectrum. And, you know, it's just as big as the church, basically. And there's all kinds of views about, um, you know, different aspects of politics, different aspects of theology. And I think I've, I've found like my little niche of where I fit in. And for a while, I wasn't, I wasn't really sure where, where I fit into this YouTube game, because, you know, I, I am one of those people that likes to say what I think and might be, I don't know, depending on who, who you ask might be a little bit bolder or, um, just more brash, I guess, uh, of just being able to say, say, this is what I think about some things, but you know, I try not to get to where some other people that I, you know, I, d I don't watch a lot of like Christian YouTube. I don't like, I, I do my research and like checking out what channels who are growing, like what they're doing, people who are in my circle, you know, what are they doing? What can I learn from those kinds of things? But generally it's not like I'm just like sitting down and watching like a bunch of, uh, Christian YouTube content. Um, but when I do check out some of these things, some guys are like, they're really going at some people and I definitely don't want to do that. Um, but, you know, if there's something like this John MacArthur stuff that's been going on lately, like, I think it's super important. I'm very passionate about it, and I want to talk about those things. And not everyone is like that on this Christian YouTube thing. So, like, you, it's been a weird year or so of trying to realize, like, where exactly I fit into this thing. And I feel like I've finally found my little niche and some of the people that I think are making very similar content to me. Uh, like John Adams, like Luke Daly, uh, like Genuine JC. Um, I do need to watch your video from today. I saw that you uploaded. But uh, let's, oh, I think we got some questions. Oh, here we go. Oh, I, was, I wasn't sure. When you put ask me anything, like you're really scared that no one's going to ask you anything. <laughs> um, John Adams, as a Seattle man, Dustin Kensrew or uh, King's Kaleidoscope? Oh, this, oh, don't do that to me, John. John, what are you doing? You're trying to get me in trouble. They won't let me back, man. Um, well, considering, like, didn't Dustin come out as not believing in Jesus anymore? <laughs> like, so uh, I think I'd probably have to go with King's Kaleidoscope. You know, it's interesting for everyone to kind of like fall into like following after King's Kaleidoscope after you know, the rise and fall of Mars Hill and the theme song. And like someone was saying, like, it's on like a, like, it's like on an all state commercial now, like crazy. Uh, but I have long been a fan of King's Kaleidoscope. And so I'd probably say them, uh, their song dreams. 
oh, it's one of like the most thought provoking songs I've ever listened to. Just uh, if if you don't know that that song, it's like basically they're talking about how the the creation that God has made, how it echoes inside my mind when I dream. And it's I've never thought about it that way. And it's just so interesting to me, like that God's creation and because we're creative, that even his creation, like just like resounds in our mind and we create little things within our own minds. And I just like, it's mind boggling to me. So, uh, plus I love their sound. Uh, God, man, I, I gotta love, you know, having, having some trumpets, having some brass in there. Like that brings me back to like the ska days. And so I'd probably have to go King's Kaleidoscope. Um, let's see. Genuine JC. If you go by Theo, we can call you Teddy. I don't think that's a pro, bud. <laughs> I know you probably put it in there to be like, oh, that's that's a pro. Like, yeah, we can call you Teddy. That's fun. No, no, no thanks. <laughs> like, uh, the, I'll put up the Adam Divine gif of no hard pass <laughs> um but you know there's no offense to the teddies out there i gotta i gotta watch my back here on the youtube streets you know make sure that i i'm politically correct to all the teddies i don't want any teddy hate going on um let's see john asking best discipleship book for your small kiddos oh that's a hard one um you know, I've, I should probably do like a big long video about like how I disciple my kids. Cause it's gone, it's gone back and forth. I've gotten really hardcore at times. Like, um, I mean, there's, there's a point where like we would read scripture together and we would sing hymns and I have my own like little catechism that I've written and had the boys memorize and, um, you know, like, like then on Saturday nights before church, we would, uh, go through the new city catechism and they would memorize that. Um, so we've done a lot and then, you know, reading Pilgrim's Progress to them and Narnia to them, like, I know that Narnia, like, is it's different than Pilgrim's Progress. A lot of people are like, ah, there's not a lot you can get out of that as far as uh, making some applications to your kids. Um, but I actually find a lot in there that I can bring to my children and be like, hey, remember, remember when, like, Aslan was on the stone table, like, about Good Friday, like, especially coming up? Like, there, there's just so many things that you can bring out of those things. But... Um, as far as just like one book, um, I would probably say the Jesus storybook Bible, um, the Lloyd, is it Sally Lloyd Jones who, who wrote that? I find it to be beautiful. I love the way that they talk about the love of God throughout it. Um, and it is, I think, you know, I don't think it was written necessarily to be like a, a reformed work. But as a Reformed Baptist, I see a lot in there. Um, I wish, <laughs> I wish that the Kevin DeYoung, um, I Creature, um, 
like I forget what they what they even called it, uh, but their Bible um, they actually just released like a a new one, like a full one. Uh, I I I will be getting it because I'm a big fan of uh, iCreature, the design company. They're based out of um, just a little bit north of Seattle. And it's a lot of the guys who did like the Tooth and Nail albums back in the day. Um, just love those guys. Love their barn. I love everything about what they're doing. They're, it's just really cool styling. And they did uh, collaborative work with Kevin DeYoung and put out their, their own Bible. Um, but I was pretty disappointed with the word choice throughout it. I didn't find it very like, I mean, you're looking at these pictures and they're so beautiful. And I just wish that there was more beautiful language and actually, just to be honest, like better, well thought out language for children. Um, I feel like I feel like Kevin DeYoung didn't know exactly what he was doing as far as like, am I writing like a theological work or am I writing for children? And so sometimes he picks like these really simple words and then all of a sudden drops like this hammer of a huge theological word and it's like, my kids don't get this, man. And like, sure, I'm there so I can answer questions and stuff like that. But I really wish that was better, um, like a better work. Because, I mean, the art in that is way better. And I honestly, my kids relate to the art. And I think any parent knows that. Like, your kids are going to want to look at the pictures. And so my, my kids really like that one, but they don't understand the words. And it's like, ah, like you really got to understand the words. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I would, I would say probably the Jesus storybook Bible would be like my number one resource. Um, but then also come up with your own, man. That's one thing. Like I, I came up with this, uh, what I call the Lentini catechism and it's, uh, God is faithful and God is good. So we can trust him and God is loving. That's why he sent Jesus to die for our sins. If we believe in Jesus, we can be with him forever. Um, and so it's, it's really simple. My kids had it memorized, but it's just, uh, I can use those words to like help my children. And I have of, uh, you know, if they're scared, like my, my oldest really struggled with nightmares for a long time. And so like, I'd be like, well, God is faithful and God is good. So we can trust him. Like he's there with us. He knows what's going on. He's on our side. And, you know, I could just use those, those little things that I had them memorize and we would repeat it every night. Like I would say it, they would say it, you know, we go back and forth that way until we we're done. And, uh, now I can use that with them when they're going through stuff and be able to be like, well, this, remember what we talk about every night, you know, this is what we can do and this is how it can be applied. So absolutely. Uh, so that like the Jesus storybook Bible would probably be my favorite. I've talked long enough so that you guys actually have some questions in here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, John, you're saying the best song by King's Kaleidoscope, a prayer explicit version. Oh, you naughty guy. Oh, explicit. Oh man. Uh, Grandma Joe. Good morning. All from Grants Pass, Oregon. I uh, appreciate you hopping in here. Uh, Luke coming out with three questions. Oh man. I got to take a sip. What's your personal favorite verse? passage what is your family verse passage what is your ministry verse passage well i don't know if all those would be different um 
Well, my life verse is Romans 10, 14. How can they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach unless they are sent? Um, and then how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the God, uh, the gospel of peace. <coughs> that's my life verse. Um, it's just something that's always stuck with me as soon as I knew that God wanted me to be one of those people to go and tell people so that they could believe in him. Um, so that would be probably both my life and my ministry verse. Although if you're talking about ministry, I find myself always going back to um, the latter end of Second Timothy, where Paul is just like basically just loving on Timothy and being like, hey, I'm kind of close to the end here. And, uh, you know, I want you to, you know, fight the good fight, too, and just uh, like really pouring into him. And that's always just like uh, encouraging for me when I go to uh, family verse. Like, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, a passage that would jump out to me would be in Joshua, right? Like uh, just being like for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Um, but I mean, most of the time when we're like doing like our um, family worship, uh, most of the time we spend our like we just go through the Psalms and uh, then the, the Jesus storybook Bible, which that's, that's always a hard thing too. Like when you got little ones, like what's the balance between like actually like reading full on scripture and like using some of these like supplemental tools, like a storybook version Bible, um, because you don't want it to be, <laughs> you don't want it to be a half hour long because these kids aren't paying attention. And a lot of times, like, you know, you got bath time and getting your pajamas on and, you know, we've got three young boys. And so it's like, it's, it's an ordeal to get them to bed every night. Uh, so like you want to have like something kind of short. So, um, like usually we'll read like a, like a small section of a Psalm and then the Jesus storybook Bible and then all the other stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, John Adams, he just made all the Ted's mad cancel him. Oh man. I, like, I'm sorry, Ted's like, come on. Have you met Ted? Um, I don't, I don't hate Ted's. I just don't want to be a Ted. That's all. I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not sorry at all. Um, yeah. Graham, what grandma Joe says, don't forget to like, um, I, I, yeah, this, this thing, this thing, do, do all those things. I'm really tired. I'm finding out. <laughs> like, uh, I can feel like my energy just like dropping. Um, all right. Like I, 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 I but I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to hang out with you guys. I'm bored. Um, genuine JC question. For those of us who just found you, how did you end up on YouTube? What brought you to want to make videos? Ah, oh, what a great question. I like this question a lot. Um, it's interesting. I was thinking about that and I've, I've talked about it a few times in different things of like my 500 sub celebration and stuff like that. But, you know, I was going through a pretty difficult ministry transition when I first like started thinking about doing YouTube. Uh, to pull, peel back the curtain, like, uh, me and my friends in high school made videos all the time. Like, 
we we had this little production company and we 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 made videos and we like hosted like you know like our movie premieres with our friends and stuff like that mostly like ridiculous horror movies although like like we got a lot of like clips and i have them all on a hard drive but we got a lot of clips uh, and not that many like finished movies um but i i mean like we did a spoof of james bond where i played like basically dr evil like looking back it would like if just <laughs> i could just think of like the copyright nightmares of just like it it was basically like austin powers basically um but like we did a lot of that kind of stuff and so video was always something that i just found super interesting like making little movies with my friends i love movies um and then you know i was in ministry uh we went from like I was an assistant pastor in Minnesota. I was a senior pastor up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I've shared that quite a few times. Uh, and then we transitioned uh, to coming down here to Moose Jaw, where the original plan was to plant a church. And then it transitioned to taking over the church of my mentor. Uh, and then a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> like I don't want to go into details about it because I do have quite a few people who still follow me from, from that, that life. It was a fundamentalist church. Uh, didn't, they like to say that they weren't, um, but it became very clear that they were and some of the, um, you know, just stuff. There's a lot, uh, there was a lot that was going on at the church that I found out about and didn't think was biblical and, uh, eventually led to us leaving, um, and so, like, I was in the process of talking with other churches. We were looking at going back down south. Uh, I'd been talking, you know, this was at the beginning of the pandemic. I had talked to an SBC church in Ohio for uh, eight months and, uh, you know, had the, the vote to go. Uh, they had, like, a last-minute coup from someone on uh, the pulpit search committee. And basically why I'm saying this is because it was, it was just crazy. It's probably the craziest experience that I've heard from someone um, who was candidating and like had the vote and everything. And now that guy is their senior pastor. Like, that's why I say coup. <laughs> like he took over the church, uh, which is just insane. So I'm very glad that we didn't end up there because like, obviously that individual had a hold in there and wanted things to go a certain direction, even though he had voted a certain way. Um, but you know, I was, uh, like at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was bored. We were, we were stuck, you know, I'm here in Canada. And, uh, so things were much tighter, uh, than probably where you guys are at. A lot of my audience, according to my analytics are from the United States. <clears throat> so I, I would assume like you guys probably had a lot more uh, for lack of a better word, freedom about what you guys were doing. Uh, we didn't have a lot. And so I was pretty bored with the fam. Um, so we started making little family videos of just going out and trying to have some fun and do some things. And then that transitioned because, uh, you know, I'm here in the same town still. Uh, and I had a lot of friends who were like not able to go to Bible study and 
Um, you had some people ask me about like, what can I look for in a Bible study online? And so I was like, I'll do it. I'll do a Bible study. And that's really what I started doing my YouTube channel with was like these random videos of me and my family, um, you know, 15 minutes long of just little cuts of our lives because I wanted to have like a little, like it wasn't even for like doing like vlogs. Like that's not even how I thought of them at first. It was more of just like little time capsules. And, uh, so I had those and then I was doing like this Bible study of marking up the word. I would just have, um, Romans, uh, on my iPad and mark it up with my Apple pencil, uh, which, uh, let me know. I'd be interested to know if you guys would like to watch that kind of content of me just marking up a text, like doing a, an actual Bible study. I did it for a long time on my channel, but, um, you know, it wasn't getting the watches. It wasn't growing the channel. Um, but you know, things are different now. I have actual eyeballs here. You know, there's nine of you guys watching according to my little stream deck right now. Um, which, and I'm just talking about random stuff. So like, that means a lot to me that there's like a bunch of you guys who just hop in and chat with me and hang out. Um, so let me know if that would be interesting to you of like a, an actual Bible study. Um, but yeah, that's how I started my channel. And then it just kind of transitioned as different things happened. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about what was going on. And then like back in August, um, you know, I had that video of Mark Driscoll, like talking about the rise and fall of Mars Hill. <coughs> and like what I, what I learned is I just talked about it before other people. Um, you know, for some reason, like it was after, like, I think it was like the third episode and I just talked about like my thoughts on it and thousands of people watched that video. It popped. And I basically, because I made the video, not like it wasn't good quality or anything. It wasn't like, it was just me doing this, like sitting in front of a camera and talking. And because I recorded my video basically two weeks before people started making videos about it, YouTube was like, this is the one I should recommend to people. And, uh, so that really started like my channel on a trajectory of actual growth because it wasn't really growing before. I had a couple videos like the plagiarism video with Ed Litton and JD Greer, um, that did okay. But like, this was like, you know, it's still my highest watched video. Um, and so that, that's kind of just where it is. Like it was, it's, I started this channel basically to do Bible studies for friends that couldn't make it, uh, to their church for Bible study. And because I was bored and, you know, like ministry wise, I wasn't sure what to do. And so I wanted to do something like I wanted to be teaching in some way. And, uh, so I just started doing it and, you know, found that I really, really enjoy it. It's really fun for me. I love doing this. I love being able to interact with you guys and have, uh, people hop in and, you know, uh, have conversations with me. It is really cool. Like I, I, it just still blows my mind. Like if you could see around here, <laughs> I've shown before, like, uh, you know, this is just my basement, you know, it looks, it looks like my office over here, but it's just my basement. And I'm just here in Saskatchewan and you guys are around the world and we just hang out and talk. So that's kind of where I started the channel was just wanting to use the gifts that God gave me while I was the like in the in-between uh, of what's going on with ministry. Um, and so just kept on going with it.
But yeah, I really appreciate that, that question. Um, and he also asked for those of us who recently, Oh, no, 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 no. Hashtag Teddy. Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> uh, Norma Jean or Malin in the sons of disaster. I'd have to go with Norma Jean because I don't know the other one. So <laughs> too niche for me. I don't know. Um, I mean, like for me, I was all about tooth and nail in like the early two thousands. So that's like my knowledge, of of those kinds of bands, uh, genuine JC Bible stories. Kids should know everything. A child should know about God. Everyone, a child should know everything. A child should know about prayer, great resources, systematic theology for kids. All right. I don't, I'm not familiar with that stuff. So thanks for dropping that in here. Uh, best TV character in history, Phil Miller, Mike Miller, or Todd. I'm having way too much fun with this. <laughs> um, now, if you don't know what that is and like you saw, like from my community tab, my little, like I have COVID announcement because that's what you got to do now. Like it's all about, like it used to be about like gender reveals, but then there was like that forest fire. So I think like now it's just like, you know, how do you announce that you have COVID? <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you saw that, then you saw like me going, Oh, farts. <laughs> and, uh, that's from my favorite show, last man on earth. Um, the great American treasure, Will Forte. Um, and Jason Sudeikis is on the show before Ted Lasso, before he was cool. I mean, he was cool. It was, he was from SNL. So he's, he's cool. Um, but that's, that's what he's referring to best TV character in history. Uh, see if we're going to do that, then I would probably actually have to go to psych and talk about Gus. Um, good old magic head. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite character, but I mean, last man on earth, I would probably still go with the Tandy man, um, Phil and say that he's the best character, not the other Phil. That other Phil was a jerk. Just saying. Also, he got my How I Met Your Mother reference. We are important businessmen going on in a very important business meeting. Now, please let us go immediately. Uh, I will say, because this is just random. And guys, if you're like, Dean's like all over the place. He's really loopy. Dude. I blame COVID, okay? This is a COVID stream. It's a, it's a celebration of a thousand subscribers, but it's also like, hey, I survived COVID. But there's still some effects. You know, maybe my streams will always be like this for now on. That's not good, probably. But one of the best television episodes ever is the Liberty Bell episode of How I Met Your Mother. Man, when they go to Philly and Philly, um, and they want to lick the Liberty Bell. And um, that's it's just one of my favorite episodes of all time. Just like I remember exactly where I was laughing my head off with my best friend watching that episode. Uh, like, I, I think it was like, I think it was like 14 watching that <laughs> when it was on. <coughs> Grandma Joe talking about actually important stuff. I use a great children's storybook Bible because it was suggested that I do a proverb a day and started and then came to, well, let's just say I went back to the children's Bible for now. Okay. Um, 
Do you think the Raptors will ever win the championship again? What kind of a question is this, Luke? Of course. Look at this. Like, let's let's be real. 2019 wasn't that long ago, guys. Okay? Like it, and we it wasn't like a bubble championship. Okay? There's no stain on this championship. Wasn't that long ago. We're gonna get it. Watch out, Joel. All right. You listening, Embiid? I know you go online all the time. Maybe you're watching the stream. We're coming for you. We want the chip. We want that Larry OB. Give it to us. We deserve it. We don't got a lot going on up here. Just give it to us, please. I don't know why I went to desperation. Uh, yeah, why not? Why not? This year, I actually think that the Raptors could upset uh, Philadelphia the way James Harden has been playing. Uh, I'm a big NBA guy, like big NBA. I love the NBA. Watch it all the time. I got a Marco Polo going with my little brother. We used to have a podcast. We started a podcast during the pandemic. We want our Sonics back um, because we're both from Seattle. And uh, yeah, so we talked about the NBA all the time. Uh, I still want to bring it back. I keep on being like Danny. You're like, we can still do it. And he's like, yeah, I need to get a microphone. And he still has not gotten a microphone. Danny, if you're watching this, get a microphone. Let's do this. I want that podcast to come back. Um, but yeah, the Raptors, we could actually make, do some damage. I don't know. Uh, Victor Oladipo coming off of, you know, his injuries and stuff, dropping 40 points the other night. Miami's looking very good right now. And then the Bucks have Giannis. So they're always going to be up there and getting in our way. But yes, we could. I would probably say we're like two years away from being like really competitive. We got to give Scotty some more reps. <coughs> Hashtag rookie of the year. All right. Um, I prefer the style of presentation or mix it up and do the markup periodically just for me. Grandma Joe. Um, yeah. Like I, I love doing Bible studies. Like I, I do it all the time. Obviously like that's how I do my devotionals. I, I don't like just read a text and pray. Um, I read a text and mark it up and, you know, get out some commentaries. That's just what I do for my personal devotions. So like it, it wouldn't be that much more to just like record it. Um, but yeah, uh, Terry saying, uh, congratulations about the thousand subscribers. I appreciate it. Uh, Tracy Jones hopping in here. I appreciate your point of view. Um, Lonnie Raymer, it is the fact that you just share from your heart that is appealing for me. You share doctrine in your perspective, but from a personal point of view. Yeah, I try. I, I really try to just kind of be myself on, on this thing. Um, actually, I've learned quite a bit. This is going full Canadian now. Um, but if you guys are familiar with Jay and Dan from Sports Center, um, love those guys. Always love them. I remember the first time I came up here. Uh, when my wife and I were dating, um, this was like 2008 and saw Jay and Dan on sports center. And then they went down and did Fox sports. Um, but they're, they're, they're amazing guys. They're, they're hilarious. But Dan started his podcast called boomsies <coughs> and I love it. I love boomsies. I love watching boomsies on Tuesdays when it comes out here on YouTube. Love Dan O'Toole. He's a great guy. 
great story, even over the last few years, overcoming a lot. And, um, you know, I've been watching him and I'm like learning a lot about like, oh, he's just being himself and it's really funny. And I need to bring a little bit more of that to my channel. So I'm trying, I'm trying to be more of myself and not try to like, I don't know, shine things up for the internet. You know how it is. Uh, you always try to sound smarter when other people are watching. I'm not that smart of a guy. I got, I got diplomas, but I'm not, you know, I like, I, that's why I put like biblical theology for normal people, like normal people, meaning like not extremists. Like, let's be honest. There's a lot of like extreme kind of channels uh, on the internet. Like, uh, and I'm talking about Christian, like YouTube channels. Uh, there's a lot of extreme ones. And if you guys like that, then, you know, watch that. But here, I just kind of want to be like a little bit more of like, I don't know, like not mainstream, but just like not as extreme. And so by normal people, I mean, kind of just like not people who are looking for like the most extreme responses of different things, but also just the average person. You know, you don't have to have a seminary degree to watch my channel. Um, you don't have to be Reformed Baptist like me to watch my channel. Um, just, you know, average people. That's pretty much what I hope my channel is kind of given across. <coughs> Last man on earth is important stuff. Just saying hashtag Ted rise up. <laughs> oh man. Now, uh, John Hayes, don't go, don't go off the deep end with their Ted stuff. Okay. Like I, you guys are giving him way too much freedom. You don't even understand the chaos that you're unleashing. By just giving him this. Oh, man. Uh, Fuff, congrats on 1,000 subs, bro. Appreciate it, man. I, I Like, again, I know it's not like, hey, it's not 10,000. But it also isn't 100. <laughs> like, that's 1,000 is a lot of people. Put them all in a room, you know? Like, that's pretty crazy to think about. That there are 1,000 people who have clicked on that button and been like, I like this guy. I like his content. And that's like one thing that any YouTuber, if you're here and you're doing stuff, imagine all those people being in a room and how excited it, you would be for your, you know, 120 subscribers, 24 subscribers, 1400 subscribers, like how amazing you would feel if they all came to hear you talk about, you know, something that was on your heart. Like, that's pretty cool. I love it. Uh, so appreciate that. Uh, Grandma Joe. Okay, here comes the heat. Don't delete me. But are you okay watching Disney now or not? Since we were speaking about children, I just posted a video on it Saturday. Thoughts? Okay, let me let me drink this while I gather my thoughts. Am I okay with Disney? Yes. Um, I don't know if my family would survive without Disney. <laughs> now, that might speak more about me as a father. Um, but... Um, you know, there, there are some things like that I'm concerned about. Um, I like our kids love Disney stuff. Our kids love Pixar stuff. My, my son, uh, who is on the autism, uh, autism spectrum, he needs Pixar. Like I thank the Lord almost every single day for Pixar because it has given him tools, uh, that he uses to be able to communicate with me. Um, you know, watching those movies and the characters, like he loves Carl Fredrickson. Oh man. Anytime he sees a house that looks like the house from up, he's going Fredrickson house, Fredrickson house. And he loves that movie. 
Uh, we've watched like so many of those Pixar movies like hundreds of times. It's just always on <coughs> because it's something that calms him down, you know, like so he's not like bouncing off the walls, literally bouncing off the walls. He has so much energy and it's hard for him to sit. Uh, but those Pixar movies, they just are something else. He just connects with them so much. And even even other things I've shared it before of uh, he takes like these different things like from these Disney movies, like Moana is one of his favorites. And he talks about the hook and Maui losing the hook. And he says, Mm -hmm. like, without my hook, I am nothing. And my son uses that phrase to help me understand that he really feels like he needs something. Like, without my Luigi hat, I am nothing. That's what he says. And, like, he doesn't literally mean, like, I feel like nothing. But he's resonating with that emotion from Maui. Uh, So, like... There will probably never be a world where I won't be able to have Disney and Pixar stuff in our family um, because my son, like, uses it as tools to communicate. And, like, again, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, And I am so appreciative of those individuals who have created these worlds for my son to be able to harness for his communication. Um, Now, I know that's not typical of every home. Uh, So, like, my stance on Disney is to, like, watch and see. Like, watch and see what they make. You know, like, I watched Turning Red (laughs) with my family. My son, like, Henry, my son, who's autistic, um, he, like, watched that trailer, like, every day (laughs) for, like, because on kids YouTube. Because we do have screen time in our house. and uh so he watches the trailer on kids youtube and he had been watching it like every day for months he knew what day it was coming out like he was waiting for that movie and so we watched it when it came out and i was a little disappointed um you know i didn't like the themes it's by far my least favorite of any of the pixar movies including the cars movies and the cars movies aren't great um, but you know, like, so I'm, I'm watching these things and I'm being like, okay, there's certain agendas that I can see that are prevalent and that they're going to continue with. And, you know, there's like news stuff going on. And I know that that means for a lot of people that they're just ready to, you know, say no Disney, no Pixar in my house. And that's fine. If that's your viewpoint, go for it. But for me, uh, I don't see it that it's there yet. And also like Let's be honest, guys. This stuff is just going to be there in this world. Like, we're going to have to have these conversations with our kids. And uh, I don't think that, you know, I'm at the place where I'm going to, like, you know, there's that there's that balance of, like, you want to protect your children from these kinds of things. But also, you know, they live in this world and they have to be able to understand what's going on. Uh, and they're going to find out some way, probably, Um, especially if you have public school and stuff like that. And we have our kids in public school. And so it's like, what do you, you know, how do you balance these things? Well, I'd rather have conversations with my kids, especially my older son who understands I have (coughs) my older, my oldest is, um, you know, I'm not going to give his exact age, but like he's older, uh, not a teenager yet. Um, but then there's my middle son who is autistic and then my youngest who is two. Uh, so, you know, 
Like it's a big spectrum in this house. So I'm not going to have to probably have those conversations with the two youngest, but my oldest, I will. And we have had some of those conversations already because we live in Canada and there's lots of things that we face here in Canada that would be different than other contexts. So like I'm already having these conversations. Uh, you know, obviously if there's like something that's going to have like, like in your face, like gross stuff that I don't want my kids to watch, like we're not going to watch it. Um, but I'm not going to write off the company and everything that they've ever done because of that. But that's just me. Um, you know, if you feel differently, that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I stand on that. Um, congrats on the thousand subs. I put them on and listened to them. I'm typing up for work. Appreciate that, Tim. I appreciate you hopping in here and everybody who subscribes to this channel really matters to me. <laughs> like, cause I know <coughs> sometimes I say things and I'm not the most coy person. So I'm pretty direct about some things. It's kind of the way God has wired my brain. Um, and, uh, so like if you subscribe to my channel, I know that you actually mean it. <laughs> and so, uh, I appreciate everybody who's hopping in here. Uh, love Jujumaru. What advice would you give a young man who is making a YouTube channel for Christ and trying to spread his word? Um, well, first I'd want to know like what you're making, why you're making, uh, content. What's your goal? What's your plan? Um, I would, I would say be yourself, be kind would be like up there. Cause like, again, these YouTube streets sometimes are real hard and, uh, you know, be kind, don't give up like, cause it's hard to start, man. Do I know it? I, I, I talk with some guys frequently about how, like, I mean, a year ago, a year ago, almost exactly, I had given up on my channel because I was doing all this stuff and I was trying real hard, but I just didn't see much success. Um, you know, I had, I think I had like 45 subscribers last year. And uh, this was after about like six months of like really going at it and trying to make content and trying to grow the channel. And so I was like, I'm done. Like, uh, so I gave up for about basically like three or four weeks and like, then I was just like, ah, I miss it. I'm going to keep on. I built out a little new studio down here in my basement um, and got back to it. Uh, and then, you know, over the next couple months, my channel grew a little bit. And then in August, it just all of a sudden was like, OK, this is what it is now. So don't give up, um, you know, like doesn't matter how many subscribers you have. Uh, you don't know when that next video is going to pop. You don't know if that video, that next one that you're making right now is going to be the one that changes your channel. I certainly didn't. Uh, so I would say don't give up. If you have a passion to do it, keep going forward. Those would be some of the things that I would say. <coughs> Sorry about all the coughing, by the way, guys. Uh, Fof, I started the story of Christianity volume one. Great book. Thanks for the recommendation. Awesome, man. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy Jesso Gonzalez and the way he brings uh, to life really like the stories, like the real stories. This is real history. These are real events, real people. And I love it. And I'm glad that you're getting something out of that one, man. Uh, Grandma Joe, absolutely. Congrats on the 1K plus. So grateful for God's ministry being represented well. Thanks. 
Uh, Don, Don Zimmerman hopping in. Congrats on the thousand subscribers. I appreciate it. Uh, Ethan, congrats on the thousand. Happy to be in the under 1000 club. Ha ha. Hey, you never know, man. I, I didn't know when that next video would pop. Like, you never know. I love the Captain America mug. Don't you know it? Don't you know it? Ah, tastes like freedom, guys. All right, let's see. Where are we at in the stream? All right, we're 53 minutes in. Let me know if you got any other questions. You know, I haven't answered many hard ones. Um, but while you're doing that, <coughs> let me show you what I've got going on. Uh, because I do have some announcements. I, I'm excited about being here at, uh, you know, a thousand subs, but obviously I want to keep growing. <laughs> like I want you guys to continue watching. I have, uh, some ideas about the kind of content that I want to be making in the future to do that. I need more people to be watching and especially on these live streams, I need people to be watching because I want to get guests in and I want to get guests that are not just like my buddies. Like that's good too. It's fun. It's fun to have my friends on. I had John Adams on here. Uh, I really want to get Tim Frisch on my channel. Uh, good, good YouTube buddy. Um, and some other people too. Uh, but I want to get like some of these big fish in here to have actual conversations about stuff that they've written um, uh, some, some deep theology. I want to, want to get deep on some of these things and I want to get people who are authorities in those fields that people know on this channel to talk about those things. So like, I've got a list of like dream guests that I have, um, that I want to have here on the channel. And, uh, it would be really fun if I could get them, uh, like, yeah, there's some that I'm just like, I like Joe Thorne. Joe Thorne, I know you follow me on Twitter. Like, I know we know each other a little bit. I want you to come on the show. <laughs> like, I want to I want to talk about all kinds of stuff with Joe Thorne. He's one of my I just I just really like the guy. I love everything he does. So I want to have him here on the show, but I want my channel to be like a little bit more <clears throat> consistent as far as viewership and stuff like that so i can get word out to the people like that uh to be able to have them come on the show and uh you know just talk about some things so how do i do that well i've been trying to uh you know obviously keep content up like uh like the quality of content and stuff like that um and you know talk about some of these things that are going on more like church culture stuff, because that's the stuff that people watch. And that's probably why you came to my YouTube channel. Most likely you came because of those kinds of videos. So I, I know that, and I want to keep making those kind of things. Um, but one thing that I've been thinking about is like, how can I make sure that I have like an actual like base of people who watch my stuff, who interact with my stuff that I can count on to come to uh, some of these things. So it's not like, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so it's not just like five minutes before the stream starts and, or like, um, like the countdown's going on and there's two people watching, you know, like I need to make sure that like, if I'm going to have some of these guys on the show and go where I want to go with this channel, um, you know, I need to make sure that we 
that I actually have a base of support. Um, and you guys have been great for that, especially over the last like month. But like, if I'm going to continue, we need to grow that base. So how do we do that? Uh, well, you know, a lot of people, they do things like Patreon or buy me a coffee. Um, and they kind of build like their actual base from that. And plus, you know, it's nice to get paid and, uh, like to get some money for the content that you're making. Uh, for me, I just don't feel like I'm at that place where I can like just in good conscience be like, Hey, give me money for things. And like other people do. And that's fine. Like I'm just saying for myself, I just don't feel like I'm there as far as like giving you guys the quality content that would be like, yeah, give me $10 a month. In my mind, I'm like, that's how much Amazon prime is. Like you can get a lot more on Amazon prime. Um, but I also realized, you know, it's like, people given a gift and things like that. Um, but for me to grow that base, I've been thinking about like, all right, just have a place where I can get people together and know like who's really in on this channel and like, who's like, not, I don't know. It's a weird word to talk about it, but like devoted, I guess, like committed to, to what I'm doing here on this channel. And so I thought about it and I'm going to do this. If you go to my Twitter or actually in the description of this video too, there is a link for a newsletter that I'm going to be dropping not every week. I can't do it. You know, some people, they do it that way of like they have a weekly newsletter and talking about what's coming up on their channel and stuff like that. I don't have time for that, um, but I do have time to do it once a month. So if you go to my Twitter at Dean Lentini, uh, you can see it there that there's like a little newsletter. So I'm calling it my monthly dashboard. And basically what I'm going to do with this is I'm trying to grow that base and figuring out like who's really committed to my channel. Who can I rely on to like come to like live streams and stuff like that. And you know, what, what exactly is like the size of my base? Cause like YouTube, you, it's really hard to tell like you yeah a thousand subscribers but then you go live and sometimes you have like four people watching so like what exactly is the size of your audience so i'm trying to figure that stuff out but also i i want to be able to like give you guys some exclusive things that you know youtube like has a little bit of barriers on and so i want to be able to share like a little bit of like updates about my channel, some things that I'm trying to do. Uh, that'll be in this newsletter list. This will be like, it, it'll be short. It's not going to be that long. Um, but uh, I'll do like a little update. I'll have a couple links of, you know, helpful articles that I found some tweets that I thought were really interesting. Uh, a couple videos uh, that, um, you know, from other content creators that I think people should go and watch. And then what I'm trying to like really get is like, like I said, like this viewership and understanding who my audience is. And to do that, I'm going to have an exclusive video just for my newsletter people. Um, and I'm going to move my best books series only over to my newsletter. So for a month, uh, it'll be on my newsletter and you won't be able to watch it on YouTube uh, unless you are subscribed to the newsletter. And there'll be a link on the newsletter so you can go and watch it. Um, but if you guys like that, if you like my best book series, because there's like I, I'm figuring out like that's kind of where I think my base really is. The people who watch those kind of videos. Uh, so if you like that kind of stuff, 
go sign up for my newsletter. The link is in the description of this video. You can find it on my Twitter. Uh, and the first one I'm hoping to come out on Saturday and then I'll be on the first of every month moving forward. And so it's not going to be like a huge thing. I'm using a company called Revu. Uh, so your, your data isn't going to be shared with anyone. It's not going to like, um, you know, some company <laughs> that would be weird about your emails and things like that. You don't have to give a bunch of information. It's just uh, a simple sign up uh, for your email that Revu can send you the newsletter when I publish them. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I want to do. That's one of the big steps that I'm trying to get to get to a place where I can have some of these bigger guests on and have some more fun and just kind of figure out a little bit about who my base really is. Uh, so if you're interested in that, go over there and, uh, uh, subscribe to the newsletter. Um, help me out, <laughs> help me figure all this kind of stuff out. I'm, you know, with the growth that I've seen over the last couple of weeks, it's really hard to know like who exactly is watching all of my videos. Like if I publish a video on autism, I know that that's not going to get the same views as some, when I post about Hillsong, you know, stuff like that. I understand those things, but I also want to know who I can rely on. And part of that is this newsletter. And I think you'll actually enjoy it. Like, I'm not going to bombard your email with stuff. It's going to be once a month. And I think that you'll actually like what's in there. I'm, like some of the people that I'm going to highlight and different things. Like some some of the guys here on the chat. Like I have some of their videos that I'll share with you that I think you should go and watch. And uh, different uh, recommendations like that. And then, of course, that exclusive video at the bottom uh, will be, you know, a new one in that series of best books on, you know, whatever topic I'm going to pick. So the first one should be coming out this next Saturday and then on the first of every month uh, moving forward. So that's one of my big things. Um, do I have other announcements? I don't, I don't have anything I can announce right now, but I got other stuff that I'm trying to do here on the channel, but that's like a big part of it. Uh, Post Tenebrous Lux, congrats. What do you think was the tipping point when you returned to your channel? Was it just linear or was there a specific video or strategy that changed things? Um, I think like when I came back to my channel, like kind of after that, like three week little, like, oh, I think I'm done kind of deal. Um, I just wanted to, like, I, I wanted to, to keep on making stuff and, um, you know, I continued basically doing the exact same stuff that I was doing before, which is kind of a problem. Um, but I started branching out a little bit. Like I started doing like almost like I would turn the camera from like this angle kind of a deal with my set. And it was a different set, but I would turn it and like kind of show a little bit more of like the background. And I was trying to do like a little bit more of like a casual, like we're just hanging out now and I want to talk about something. And I did a few videos like that. Um, and that kind of just like fumbled me into talking about more about church culture stuff, which is where I've seen the, uh, the, the growth. So I don't know if that answers your question, but <coughs> name those dream guests. All right. Uh, I'll take that as a question. Let me just see. I got a, got a text from my wife. Always need to check and see. Okay. It's just a dumb tweet that she found. All right. Uh, not, not that 
like she like it's literally something she thought was dumb <laughs> that, that uh, she found. Uh, some of the guests that I would like to have on. Um, where is that list? Well, Joe Thorne is at the top of my list. Uh, I would like to have Gavin Ortland on. Um, I, I'm reading uh, the book. Um, that the one about picking the the right hills to die on. And I would really like to talk to him about that book. Uh, so like the, he's, he's someone, uh, that I would like to have on the channel, basically all the Ortlands, like Ray Ortland is kind of my hero. I love that guy. Um, you know, I know like when I, whenever I say any kind of public figure, I know that there are going to be people who are like, well, I don't like that guy. That's fine. You don't have to, but I do. Uh, so I'd love to have Ray Ortland come on and talk about, uh, creating gospel cultures within our churches. Uh, that would be super fun to have him come and talk. Um, Ronnie Martin is just one of my favorite pastors. Uh, he does the happy rant podcast and, uh, I've been a big fan of him for a long time. Jared C. Wilson would be someone I would like to have on. I'd like to have Ruslan on, uh, to talk about, like, I think, I think I can actually probably get him on the channel, but, um, I would like to talk to him about like, how do you balance these things? Like, uh, of making content that you, like you're talking about controversial things in church culture, but then also making like encouraging content, how to balance these things and what has he learned and things like that. So kind of related to YouTube, but viewing YouTube more as a ministry at that point. And like, I would like to talk to him, um, Tim Frisch. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with someone, uh, who, I don't know, who's a little bit more knowledgeable about, um, newthetic counseling and have like kind of a debate with them about some of the things related to the John MacArthur story. Um, because I do think there's a lot of people who are just like misunderstanding the idea of biblical counseling and, uh, like I've taken courses on it. I know what I'm talking about with it. Like <clears throat> there was a guy who did a stream a couple days ago and, uh, you know, I usually don't hop into people's streams and like, like ask them like hard questions because like, you know, it's their stream. They do their own thing and I don't want to like create drama or anything, but he was talking about, you know, these channels that immediately started posting content about, you know, these stories and like, I mean, my, my video is one of the biggest ones there on, on that stuff. So like, I'm pretty sure he's talking about me <laughs> and then he was talking about biblical counseling. And so I asked him, you know, do you know what this form of counseling is? And he just like, it was very clear. He had not done any research on that and just took biblical counseling as like this, like the, the term biblical counseling and took it as like biblical counseling. And it's like, no, that's like a, like a very specific view on counseling. And, uh, so I would like to have someone who is like intelligent in newthetic counseling, who understands it, who has implemented it into their ministry and ask them some hard questions related to like the John MacArthur stuff. And, um, because I would be more of an integrated counselor. Like if you know that, like the, the, the word, choice and all of that between these different philosophies. That's my view would be more of an integrated view. Um, 
And so I would like to have a conversation with someone who is newthetic, but also like, you know, not just some random guy. Like I want to have conversation with someone who uh, maybe teaches on newthetic counseling and ask them some hard questions and have a little bit of a debate, but more of a conversation. Like I'm not, I'm not great at debates and I'm, I just don't really enjoy it, but I would like to have people like that on the channel. Uh, what is your desert Island study Bible? None. I don't know. Faf, I know a lot of people love study Bibles and some like they just like, that's, that's their jam. They always have a study Bible. I've always been a guy that I just don't like study Bibles. Um, like I, I mean, in Bible college, it was helpful, <laughs> especially when someone would ask a question and you got a MacArthur study Bible and you just say what MacArthur said. Um, but yeah, I probably wouldn't be like a step if i could bring can i bring my 1689 and a csb bible <laughs> like, that would probably be my my choice on that um and john adam tells him to name it and claim it what are you guys talking about oh the dream guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep basically uh that's that's basically what i just did uh theology central since i have seen you wearing roman's reigns uh merchandise the most important question is when does roman lose the title seriously congratulations <coughs> oh that's great man just give me a sec yeah uh we are a big wwe house we love wwe my boys just they took to it um, you know, when the pandemic set in, uh, there wasn't a lot of TV on, but WWE was still going. And so we just got dialed in on WWE. My kids love it. They love Roman Reigns and, um, uh, you know, he's a villain, but my son, my oldest is still like, no, he's a hero. Dad, don't you say that about him? Not about my Roman, you know, like that kind of stuff. And, um, so for Christmas a couple of years ago or last year, I think it was last year, uh, we all got the, uh, acknowledge me, um, or not acknowledge me. What was the one? Oh, I'm forgetting even what the, oh, uh, wreck, wreck it and leave or something like that. Um, one of, one of Roman rain shirts, instead of getting like matching PJs that year, we all got Roman rain shirts. And, uh, so yeah, I've worn that a few times on the channel. Um, so I'm not a big fan of Roman. Like, I like what they're doing with this character. I, th I find it interesting and especially, you know, spoilers for WrestleMania. If, if you guys watch, I could, I could watch my viewers go down <laughs> as I'm talking about it. Um, but, uh, I, you know, with the two titles now, like, I think he has to lose it eventually, but they'll probably wait till like SummerSlam. Like, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon that he's going to lose those, those titles. Now I'm a little interested with the idea of like getting all the gold for, uh, the bloodline. I'm going real deep on this now, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if that's uh, like, are they trying to make it back into one show? That's interesting to me, but probably not. Right. Cause like they make money on the two different networks, but I don't know how you can get like all the gold from these two shows and put it on one show, you know, like that's unfair as far as networks go. So I'm interested to see like that angle. Is there something more that's going on? Not just like a storyline on their show, 
but like is there actual like movement from USA Network only to Fox like stuff like that but yeah we like Roman Reigns in this house um like I like like it's it's the classic thing with villains with a heel uh you love to hate them and uh so that's kind of what I do and my kids love it and so we have a good time with that we always watch all the different events and things like that <sighs> Let me see. Is there any other questions? Thanks for that theology central. Uh, I'll give you guys another minute here while I talk about it once again. And if you're here and you haven't done anything like you just been watching this whole time, you haven't clicked a stinking button, go up there and click the button. <laughs> I'm going to go heal on this channel. Um, oh, it came up again. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would say go over here, su subscribe to the monthly newsletter if you haven't already. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to spam your, your email. It's one email, uh, one email per month. I'll be two this kind of month because it'll be on Saturday and then on the first. But anyways, I think I'm going to call it quits. My throat is about to die and it's been fun talking with you guys. But once again, I want to say thank you uh, for subscribing to my channel. It means a lot to me. It means a lot that people care what I talk about and that they want to find some sense of community here on my channel i love that uh it's really awesome and uh so keep keep subscribing <laughs> uh keep uh liking the videos uh keep commenting i love your comments you know i don't answer every single comment i try to uh if people are really negative or they write like even today i got an email like that the youtube comment was like this long it's just like i'm not i'm not gonna read that guy I'm sorry. I know you spent like a lot of time on that, but I'm not reading like uh, I was watching somebody and they were talking about like it's an epistle. I'm not going to read an epistle. That's kind of how I feel, too, uh, about this stuff. But um, I do love interacting with you guys down in the comments. So keep it short so we can go back and forth a little bit. Um, but I'm really happy with where this channel is going and the success that you guys have really given me over the last couple weeks. It's really cool. Um, so anyways, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I'm going to go and stuff my entire mouth with cough drops <laughs> because I feel like I need to. Anyways, uh, I should be back on a regular schedule as far as video uploads this week. Like I said, though, the best books, if you want to watch that best books video, you're going to have to subscribe uh, to the newsletter and be able to access it through that means so we're gonna go to a live stream on mondays and at least one video throughout the week and then maybe i don't know depending on the week and what's going on i might upload another video but that's kind of gonna be the new schedule so thanks guys i'll see you in the next video hope you have a great day